it's just a game, folks. Here is my life. Here is my life. my life. Ladies and gentlemen, finally, after a long delay, coming from Koreatown, it's the Ozone with the Brothers Miller. This is Omar Miller, your host, and I'm here with my brother from the same mother, the Icons. How you doing there? How you doing there, boy? The man who got a shout out in the song, and I did not. <laughs> uh, oh, let's run it back. See that? You see what I mean? This is why I'm salty, folks. But. Let's get to business. It's been a while. Sorry about that. Man, my life has been going crazy. I, I don't know if you guys know this, but I am a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, and it's been requiring a lot of work and maintenance. Turtle in a half shell. <laughs> Hero in a half shell. Hero. I'm sorry, dude. Turtle power. We got a new song. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, there's a new jam. Why? I got to play it for you. Is it hotter than no one? Ooh. I have to let the kids decide that. Okay. I'm, not the, I'm not the right demographic. Okay. But, uh, yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles dropping September 18th. Rise of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles on Nickelodeon and the show you all love that allows me to live my fabulous life, Ballers, drops August 12th, folks. And it's been taking a lot out of me. But now I'm back. I'm in L.A. I'm on the mic. I'm here with my brother who's sporting the Red Sox hat today. Let me guess. It's Mookie Betts. All I'm, day, all I'm going to pull out day. my Mike Trout jersey and we're going to go at it. <laughs> Don't even get me started. Uh, ladies and germs, we got a lot to cover today. Last podcast, we had a wonderful champ in here and his fight is almost coming up. Uh, Regis Rogaroo Pearl Gray was here uh, out of New Orleans. Um, and we didn't get to talk about baseball. So we got a lot to cover there. Uh, Serena Williams has something to say about her comeback to Wimbledon, and Wimbledon is underway. The World Cup is underway. I don't know much about the world's most popular sport, but I know that these World Cup matches are pretty exciting to watch. Right? Mexico just got eliminated. They gave you? it to Mexico. No, but they weren't, you know. <laughs> they weren't picked to go this far. No, no, no. They balled. Yeah. They said, you know, that's what's so nice about the World Cup is that it's been an underdog tournament, and the big names mean absolutely nothing. The champs went home. Germany went home yeah. immediately. I like, didn't even make it out of the the, the first round. At the and they got Messi in there. Gave it to <laughs> they Argentina. Got Messi with Messi. G- gave it to Ronaldo. <laughs> yeah. Gave it to everybody. The pretty boy fest is over, huh? Oh, man, that, that's the but the love is still there. <laughs> love is love. And he got to give it to his team. He gave it to Spain because Spain charged him with tax evasion fraud. <laughs> and he put up and he put up. Uh, I think either a hat trick or two goals on him. <laughs> he gave it to him. <laughs> we're giving the money back. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that to us. Man, right now, Colombia is playing England. As a matter of fact, I need to see what the game zero, what score zero. is. Yo, is it? Mm-hmm. It's 0-0. Zero, zero. Nope. Update. one nothing. Wow. England. It literally just happened now. Harry Kane. Harry Kane gave it to him. Um, and wow, and that's a surprise for me because I was just in London and I watched the game in an authentic uh, English pub. Wow. Did man. you have fish and chips? No. I just had to get out of there. They were, man, these people were going nuts. We got rowdy, Mac. Man, they like to get bloody drunk, yeah? Yeah, the pugilist. <laughs> hey, you want to get him up? Come on, boy. <laughs> Wait a minute, dude. <laughs> you from down south now? <laughs> yeah, mate. South London, bro. <laughs> No, but I had some of the best ramen I've ever had in my life. Don't say that. You guys should. You, you did guys, not the best. You told me it wasn't. I said, I said it's some of the best ramen I've oh, ever had in my life. Oh, I you said the best. It might be the best. Uh, How you, about that? You, you play too much. Get on a plane. You play You don't know. Much. You haven't had it. I'm going to get on the plane, but. You it, haven't had it. Hey, I'm going to knock your tooth out. <laughs> just one? Just like. <laughs> that's all I want to do. That's, that's, that looks the worst. Just that <laughs> one, too. It looks terrible. <laughs> snaga. Snaga. Maxi breathe and snaga. Yeah, so, uh, and Sweden advance, Switzerland's out, England's trying to make noise, they're in the 64th minute, by the time you guys hear this, it'll all be said and done. But then we had the biggest news, arguably, of all time in sports. All time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going over the top. You did go over, over the top. Woo-hoo! But we have, we have, I would arguably say, the biggest acquisition in basketball history. Do you think there's a, there's something bigger than this? With Shaq, I mean Shaq, that was big. It was not LeBron James. Yeah, it was not. I mean, we weren't back in the day, but Will Chamberlain when he came to the Lakers, it's not as big. We don't know. I <laughs> it's mean, not as, I, I do know because social you media social oh, media okay. didn't connect the world in the way. Okay. I mean, when I got off the plane in Miami from London, they showed LeBron James landing on his private jet in L.A., yeah. <laughs> not doing anything to do with basketball or anything. He just, just, just came. dapping everybody up. Love. Oh, man. What's up? Man? Love. <laughs> There's nobody to dap up. He's in. He, he's at the private jet. He was dapping people up. Oh, he was dapping yeah, up the, the handful yeah, of people who work at the yeah. private airport. So What a guy. Yeah. Nice guy, man. What Anyways, uh, so as you all know, LeBron James is coming to L.A. He's taking his talents to downtown Los Angeles, and the city can't wait for him. 
Um, but in response, the Golden State Warriors made a mega move. A mega, I mega. mean, uh, just uh, a mega man move that's Boy. outrageous. It's terrible. And they got Boogie Cousins. They got Boogie. Boogie won't be back until probably the middle of the year, but still, this is just so much. So now what are you going to do to counteract them getting Boogie? Well, I think that you're vastly underestimating Brandon Ingram, for one. No, Brand- no Brandon Ingram not at is. All. But he's not a big man. They need a they need a solid big man in there if you're going to bang with Boogie because if you're going to Boogie does and that's assuming that Boogie comes back as Boogie I think this but is even, a big big yeah tactic. but even so if him standing in the middle even when Shaq was old if he just stood in the middle he was a problem yeah but he's not the same kind of problem he's not the the all star problem he's uh, Boogie is an all star what are you talking about but here you go you'd love to miss the point this is your favorite nah, thing in the world I didn't it's my say favorite Boogie more than the ramen a, more than the ramen you <laughs> nah, you're lying now we uh, we got him folks come on out. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't. It was not. It's, I did not say that he's not an all star. I said if he comes back as an all star, but if he's hurt and he's just standing in the middle, then it's not all star boogie. Then well, it's guess just what? a big dude. Boogie can shoot threes as well. He can't do any of that with a busted Achilles. But they won't <laughs> let him. Work. This is what I'm saying. He won't come back until he's ready, and that supposedly is in the middle of the season. Next victim is blowing up my phone. Yeah, he because wants he, to, he, he wants to wants get come in, in hot. This. He wants to come in hot. Let's he, see what he he's understands. What up, though? <laughs> no, next victim. Let's do it for the you, tipper. You, you made a strong statement last night on on uh, on Twitter that I saw, and and I should quote you because I don't want to I don't want to mess this one up. I felt like it was a very solid statement, but I have to say, there's a lot of people that want to talk, and they want to talk to you, and they want to talk about this situation. Last night, do it for the tipper at do it for the tipper said. This is some straight USDA bullshit your mouth. You beat me. I'm not running with you ever. This is some new pickup ball, LA Fitness, 24-hour fitness. You lose to me now, I'm going to go run with you. Too many followers, not enough leaders in the NBA. The NBA is a new video game. Strong statement. It is a strong statement, but it's true because this is this new generation or era where these youngsters... It's easier to follow, which we all do on Instagram and Twitter and everything else. It's easier to be a follower than it is to be a leader. So don't jump on the bandwagon. I got to beat you. I got to bring you down. I got to bring you down. I can't believe it. For one, That's I can't why I believe, believe it. Yeah. We can run it back a hundred times, and I just feel, <laughs> I can't, I believe, can't believe you got the as, best of me. As wow. we have done a, a lot of times. <laughs> I won't go to sleep. I hey, man, I got to miss work. I got to do whatever. I have to ruin my relationship <laughs> with my girl. I have to do it all. It's, it's all up for grabs. It's all up for grabs. As long as I get this dub. I got to get this dub before I go to sleep. <laughs> Got to. I don't care if it's just one single game. You didn't beat me 99. But I got I that one. one win, hey, that's all I need. That's all I need. All right, we got another caller before you out because I want him to hear what you have to say as well. Hold on one second. Wow, the, the lines are hot, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. DC Sly has come in hot, and we're ready to go. Now, we're going to come out with a statement here. From at do it for the tipper, ladies and gentlemen. You've heard it. I've read it before. I just wanted DC Sly, who, who's who been blowing up the lines, ladies and gentlemen. This situation in the NBA has everybody all flustered. And he says, this is some straight up USDA bullshit. Shut your mouth. You beat me. I'm not running with you ever. This is some new pickup ball. LA fitness, 24-hour fitness nonsense. You losing me. Now I'm going to go run with you. Too many followers. Not enough leaders in the NBA. The NBA is a new video game. What are we talking about here, fellas? What have we seen? A bunch of leaders, a bunch of followers that's just jumping on the bandwagon just to 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 be that dominant team. And it's like, this shit ain't cool. It ain't cool. It's like, I want to beat the best. I don't want to, uh, I want to beat the best to know that personally I am the best. I don't want to go join the best so I can, you know, just ride that bandwagon. It's like, no, nah, you do that. You're supposed to do that. Later on in your career, when you get in two or three minutes a game, not in the prime of your, your career. <laughs> you, there's a lot that I agree with you, and we're all of the same age group, but there's a lot that you're giving away by just saying, basically, I can't beat somebody. I can't beat this group of guys. Kevin Durant did it and said, I can't beat this group of guys. The, the one thing that I'll absolve LeBron of is because people are saying LeBron started this when he went to Miami. There wasn't a team that LeBron said, I'm going to go because there's these guys I can't beat. You, well, know? You, you know what? For myself, I would have to you know, fault the owners to, certain, to a certain degree because, honestly, it's their fault for not managing 
the contract times. You know, paying attention to when Dwayne Wade's contract is up, a Boogie's contract, and you can actually structure it around so that they couldn't put together these super teams like that. You know what I'm saying? Because what's happening is that the players are getting control because all of their contracts are ending at the same time. So you don't want the players to have control. I don't want the players to have control. I don't. I don't. You can't be the owners are trying to bring in the best product for the for the team and also for the, the organization. No, so you can't be mad at them. No, well, yeah, well, let's say what about the NBA? The NBA has to do something to control this because the players are now dictating the pace. Because you have too many teams. Not the owners' problem. You can't blame this on it's the it's the NBA problem and it's this weak ass NBA players' problem. That's the system, man. And I, first of all, I got to say, I think y'all are too hard on Durant for that, man. Because I watched, when Durant went to that team, it, it felt like he belonged there. When I watched him play, it seemed like he had been playing years with them. Like, they messed immediately. There was no adjustment. That's what happens when you're one of the best players in the world. Exactly. Not only that, they're a jump shooting team, and he's a jump shooter. And they could come, he could come to the park and look like he belonged with us. When you're one of the best players in the world, you look like you belong everywhere because you do. <laughs> I got I got to disagree with you on that one, DC Sly. And also, if this is the biggest biggest Uh-oh. problem I have with with Durant going there, is it was a direct can't beat him, join him. He literally was up three to one in the conference finals against them, and he choked. No, he did three Russell straight Westbrook. games. Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook. What what is it? You're, you sound like the Trump supporters. Did you no, do, what, you want to bring in? You all of a sudden want to bring up Obama? Don't ever, don't ever. What, what, why, what why do you want to Why do you got to bring in Hot Cheeto? Why does? Why, why do you compare me to the Hot what, Cheeto? What? Too far. I, I didn't just you compare did, you to you the did. Hot you Cheeto. You said I said you, you sound like that. the Trump supporters. Well, that, I didn't no, compare you to the Hot Cheeto. You brought it. Once again, you missed the point. There you go. Again, like I said, it's his favorite thing to do, ladies and gentlemen. He purposely wants to miss the point. My point is, if you go a collective four for forty-eight. In the fourth quarters of the three elimination games, you choked. I don't care who else is on the team. Hey, I'm just saying. They, they don't show and say LeBron choked if you went for oh, 48. Oh, you better preach that truth. They say that when he goes when he gets a triple double. So what does it matter? Anyways, DC Sly, why this dude is talking about Russell Westbrook? Well, he got Westbrook on the mind. Why? What were you saying? Now you think we go too hard on him? But then what? Excuse me. <laughs> I do. Well, I mean, hey, since you're talking Silicon Valley, if I'm a if I'm a independent contractor chip designer for AMD, and I decide, well, hey, we ain't better than Intel, I'm gonna go design chips for Intel. Is that a problem? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I'm just going to I'm going to make them better because I'm gonna use my talents elsewhere. Right, first, and, first and <laughs> foremost, I need to get my act together. First and foremost. To compare the computer chips and the the physical discipline that it takes to become a high <laughs> no, level professional athlete no. is is a is a different comparison. I don't agree. And, okay, you don't have to agree, but I'm t- I'm talking on a mic. You can say your piece in a second. But the point being is, when you have a chip dispute, you're not going against one person with the chip. These are these are this is a situation where you're saying, okay, I'm with AMD. Intel has the thing. One one one. Blah blah blah. Bill Gates and Steve Jobs had a beef, and they had a healthy competition. And you know what? The world is better because of it, because the two of those dudes needed to beat each other. They were together. And then they said, you know what? Actually, Bill can't hold me. I have the iPhone on your ass. Now what? What you going to do, Bill? Write some more Word and Office space? Fine. Go do that. I'm going to be cool. How about that? What we're saying now is... Bill Gates says he can't beat Steve Jobs, and so then he goes and and becomes a spare guy on the iPhone chart. Yeah. No, bro, that's, that's a, not that's that's no. not healthy competition, and ultimately it waters down the world. We're in a situation now where there's going to be five teams in the whole league that can compete with each other, this and everybody is, this else is what I'm saying. can this kiss is, their grits. This is what the NBA has to get control of because the players are dictating the pace. They they all want to go play together. They're playing right now together in the summer leagues. You don't think they're having conversations? So when they do that, the NBA needs to have some kind of structure where these contracts with these big time players aren't all ending at the same time, so that they can actually filter or control somewhat of where these guys are going because right now they're going wherever they want to and nobody can control it because the owners agree. So this is interesting. I never thought I would hear you support owner control. Yeah, well right. I'm saying the NBA, I'm, I'm saying I'm saying <laughs> he sounds real nasty, but I'm trying to no, get no, a point. I want to ride with him and hear where he's I'm going. I'm saying the NBA, maybe the NBA not so much of the the owners because the owners are greedy. They I, I agree with you, Tipper, because they're going to take the whatever they can get. 
You know what I'm saying? But the owner, but the NBA collectively has to do something to control this because you, how many teams are there in the league? They got enough teams in the league, but yeah. you have five good teams. You have five teams. So, so other, now and other than these five teams, honestly, five or six teams, you don't even need to watch the rest of these games. Exactly. So, so it makes all the rest of the league worthless. Worthless. In that, we need to do something to control that. We can't let LeBron or whoever it is. Well, you know the what, pace. what's funny about that? What used to be. Well, you man, you sound like you just. <laughs> which is one of the toughest leagues right now. If LeBron wins in the Western Conference in the next four years, man, you better capitalize that G and go because he is the GOAT. It'll be pretty impressive. Let me tell you something. If he gets one more player added to this piece, that's a that's a halfway a little bit more than what you know they have now. He he will win, even with Boogie out there, because he's already showed you. If he can walk through the East like that every single year and go to the finals by himself, pretty much, he can he can win in the West. He's beaten the West before, and you know, and he's shown that he doesn't need a whole team to do that. He had he had Kyrie Irving. I mean, come on, man. Well, that's not true. You're you're negating Kevin Love there. Oh man. But this, 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 like uh, this old basketball, the, the five top ten, this is a new NBA dream team. Yep. It's the NBA dream team. All these all these dream teams that's popping up, and I can't stand it. I want to see the best competition every night. And these dudes, to get back on the track of things, these dudes that, that's following to Boogie Cousins, great player, but he now has to go on to that team. Is he going to make them better? Probably the second half of the season because the way that Golden State is going to fit, with the torn Achilles, he's not going to be full strength in the first half of the season. Right. The second half will be a problem. It'll be a problem. But to be rented for one year, come on, man, that's nasty. If you go, he could have went to San Antonio, and it, maybe that would have had Kawhi decide to stay there. Yeah, but this is the problem, though. But this is the problem. Most of the NBA didn't want him. This is we just had a conversation, but the, yeah. most of the NBA did not want Boogie because of his attitude, because of the way that he he's supposed to be a cancer in the locker room. We have no idea or if that's true or not, but this is what they say. So he had limited he had limited teams that actually wanted him. I'm tripping out because the Lakers didn't really pursue him like I felt that they should because really what they're doing is putting together, like I told O, is the West Coast Cleveland Cavaliers. They're not putting pieces around him to win. <laughs> I can't, they I can't they have young talent, but that talent's not developed yet. Now, if you can get Kyle, because they're talking about trading away some of these guys, but if you're going to trade away, don't trade away and get another point guard. Trade away and get a big man, somebody like Derek Favors or something like that. You need something or a, a power forward that's dominant because you have Lopez there. and you They actually have this other kid, what is it, v- Z- Zizek? The kid that they just drafted? The big man? No, no, no. They had another kid there that they had on the bench that didn't get a lot of burn. Man, they got got some decent big now with with Lopez, and they got the kid from Michigan, Mo Wagner. Those two dudes are popular. i tell you the truth. Honestly, in my opinion, they shouldn't have got rid of – they should have paid Julius Randle. Julius Randle is a big man that is the kind of big man that you need when you have guys who put up shots because he doesn't need a lot of shots and he's still effective on the hustle. He's hustle man. Yeah, but Julius Randle wanted he to get out of motor. there. Yeah, he got a motor. Yeah, he got a motor on. I like, got motor a, I like his work. Yeah. I like Julius Randle's work. But he wanted to get out Yeah, of there. he did want to get out. I wonder why. Who knows? I wonder why. What makes you want to leave Somebody LA? must have rubbed him the wrong way. Yeah. I think they they choose between him and Kuzma, man. I think that was that was basically. I don't, but see, no, no, no. Talking they about said, the LA Lakers, they don't have to choose between anybody. Yeah. they can they can pay the luxury tax. They can do whatever it is that they need and, to do. And they said that he asked to be released. Yeah, they said he asked to go. So basically, either he didn't want to be on a super team, <laughs> and he plays like the kind of guy that doesn't want to be on a super team. He plays like the kind of guy that wants right. to play with his his crew and be like, nah, we can he beat them. Beat the super- that's it. And I, and I tell you what else. When you talk about the governor, basically, of what the NBA would have to do to create uh, parity in the league, ultimately, that was the players. Right. So the NBA has to, just like how they had to rethink the All-Star game, just like they have to rethink the dunk contest, now they're going to have to rethink the playoffs. Because ultimately, what the NBA has counted on is the players saying, no. We want we Michael Jordan had no interest in playing with Isaiah Thomas and Larry Bird at all. None. I, I'm a, guess who I'm running with? I'm running with Scotty. And me and Scotty got it. I promise you we got it. It's going to take us a little bit, yeah, but, but we got it. You well, know what I mean? Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman went jump ship with them, and Dennis Rodman was one of the biggest culprits in making that monster. I agree. And Well, that's what I put up when somebody tweeted me at it and asked if LeBron was – this is basically his chickens coming home to roost. And I said, well, if you look at it, Scotty Pippen, Michael Jordan – Ron Harper and Dennis Rodman is a mega team. <laughs> that's right. a, that's like a, that's a crazy team. Well, the Houston Rockets but, had a crazy team, but yeah. they didn't win. Looking back yeah, they on did. it, yeah. No, no, no. That that team, that team you're talking about, that one in Houston was with a bunch of rookies: Kenny Smith, Robert Ory, all those guys. Were like young, 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 young. And they had a couple. Did they get two? 
They got two, and uh, boy, that's what I'm saying. Those guys were those guys were young. They weren't. They didn't go get those guys with the idea of. And this is the same thing I'll say about the Bulls. When Pippen came, when Harper came, it wasn't like they. It wasn't like how it was when Houston got Charles Barkley and Scottie Pippen and and Clyde Seattle Drexler. put together a monster squad. You know, too. Didn't they? in Portland as well. When Scottie Pippen, when uh, Michael Jordan left, Scottie Pippen went to Portland. They built a monster team over there. They did. I mean, low key, that Laker team with Shaq and Kobe right. is a monster team. <laughs> They didn't know what they were going to get from Scottie Pippen as a draft pick. But now Cassidy uh, yeah. is jumping along when they are ready monsters to, to join an even uh, uh, better team. It speaks like, to the generational on. shift in in society at large. Yeah. Because people in our generation and older, if you are 35 and older, chances are you can't stand the fact that Kevin Durant went and played for a team to beat him the year before. Yeah. They're just this is I would say I would say maybe 80 20 maybe even 90 10. Well what about what about Bron hitting Durant and asking Durant to come play with him in LA? I I didn't mm-hmm. hear about that. Yeah, he hit Kevin Durant and asked him right. yeah, and asked him to come and play before he's before I he think, announced it. I think that's hearsay she say. I don't I don't that's, I don't see that happening. That's supposed to be coming from a reliable that. source. I mean, Stephen A Smith put it out. I don't know, but I don't know. I can't speak on that hey, because I'm, it didn't get confirmed. I'm going to say this on a big-picture standpoint. I think this is a step in seeing uh, the NBA. You know, they've been talking about pulling back on the amount of games, and I think it's kind of a step in the direction of being more of an NFL, like event-type game where you got left games, more super teams, and they retract the number of teams. Wow. and then each game becomes more of a event because you got these super teams. I kind of see that happening. I could see and that happening. I think it's a great that. point, DC Sly. And I also believe that since we're talking about it, the NBA has just usurped the NFL, in my opinion, as the most brilliantly marketed uh, league in the world. Because with just like how the NFL has the event thing, the NFL fell off. They've been taking a lot of L's with this, you know, with the kneeling scandal yeah. and playing games with Cheeto and all this and the other. But the NBA Finals just ended two weeks ago in the most anticlimactic fashion that they could have, in a sweep, in games that weren't close. It was one close game. Mm-hmm. Everybody that is a basketball fan wishes the league started tomorrow now because they have this tight window where all of these guys made these flurry moves immediately. There was like, these guys, didn't, they had more time than this. They didn't have to make this decision right away. And they've all made these moves immediately. Now everything is in place. The downside is for the fans, in my opinion, is you have five teams that matter. And outside of that, you're going to now have teams like Milwaukee, who have a guy like Giannis, uh, you know, Antetokounmpo, who then in turn is going to have to recruit other people to play with him to even compete. Maybe not in the East, but he's going to need John Wall. He's going to need, you know what I mean, Hassan Whiteside, who, by the way, I ran into this weekend in Miami, and I told him that I love this game and to keep punishing these little dudes and because uh, I heard him talk crazy about the Lakers could get Hassan Whiteside. I told you that last year. If the Lakers show well, got now, Hassan Whiteside, I agree. Now. I even meant last year. Honestly, you got a young center like Hassan Whiteside I don't think with a young stud year. like Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball and Kuzma, you got problems. Yeah, That dude is a monster. Yeah. Brandon Ingram's going to light it up this uh, year, especially, at the, especially if you get him at the two. You get him at the two, Brandon Ingram's going to be able to run a muck. And and if he comes in 10 pounds heavier, you got He's problems to put on it on hand. already. Lonzo's supposed to put some on. Really? Yeah. He can't shoot. Ingram can't shoot. He can get to the rock. He can't shoot. Yeah, but but you know what? 20 years old. He's, he's can't nobody developing. shoot when they're 20 Jordan years couldn't old. shoot when he came in the league? <laughs> Man, LeBron couldn't shoot. It's the truth. Why are you so mad at Brandon Ingram? Brandon Ingram's game is nice. Yeah. Come on, man. Come on, Victor. LeBron, don't lie. He is not a pure shooter. You don't have to be a pure shooter. Brandon Ingram is 6'8", 155. And he's 20 years old. And he's 20 years old. He's still growing. He, He grew faster, longer than he grew wide. And first and foremost, I'd like you to, to let the Warriors come out and play, yay! Because you are in the terror dome of echo chamber right now. I don't know what you do every time you come in, Victim. You come in. Oh, boom, 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 the Warriors starting five is greater than the Eastern Conference All-Star Game starting five. 
And they are. And they are. That's why it's funny. That's why it's funny. Exaggeration. No, it's not. Boogie averaged twenty-five and ten. Columbia just scored and tied it up in extra time. One to one. They may be going to a shootout. Somebody clutched up. Wow. Nice. Yeah, but this season. Seriously, they could. So now you're looking at Golden State matters, the Lakers matter, uh, the Rockets matter, the Celtics matter. OKC. And and I don't think OKC matters at this point. They got Paul George. They got Paul George. Good. That's what he get for going back there and playing and, with that. And Philadelphia matters. That squad. Philadelphia matters, in my opinion, with or without Kawhi. If they but get if Kawhi, Philadelphia they gets Kawhi Leonard, they can beat the West Coast teams who are going to have to beat each other up. Yes. They can beat the West I Coast teams. Let me, let me change that. I would put OKC over Houston because losing Trevor Ariza is big. It is. It's That's bigger. It's bigger than people. You. It's bigger than people are giving it credit for. Yeah, but they weren't yeah, gonna win anything right. anyway. Everybody always believes in the. I'm with you. And then at the end of the, I can't believe it. They shot all those threes and shot themselves out of the game. That's their game plan. They're not going to play defense. They're not going to do anything. They're going to give you a good show. And then at the end of the day, you're going to go home sad if you believe in the Houston Rockets. Yeah, they do not bring salvation, brother. They don't. Well, all right, fellas. I, I appreciate the spirit. What do you got, DC Slide? Bring it in before I, we take it out. No, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go out on my limb for y'all. I don't know if anybody agree with me, but I think that pickup with Rondo is tremendous. I said the same and thing, and 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 and, um, and the icons out. are over here acting I'm like out. it's no big deal. Rondo's a winner, and and he's not a punk. Yeah, but Rondo can't That's shoot. You want to talk about somebody can't shoot? Rondo can't shoot. Hey, he doesn't need we, to shoot. And we he know he's 20 hey, dimes. And, yeah, he but we know, dimes. we know. He'll give you 20 dimes without somebody like LeBron and James. Where, and where, what are they going to do with Lonzo? They're going to trade Lonzo now? And Rondo, Rondo played with Boogie and them last year. They, and, and Drew Holiday went to the two and put up monster numbers. But Rondo is not where you need to go with this. I think Rondo is exactly. I'm with you. You're going old. Slide. You're going old right Rondo. now. You got, you got nothing you but youth. Forget? You got nothing but youth. You got nothing but youth when you got old. You got you got Rondo, you got, you got Kuzma, Ingram, yeah. and Lonzo Ball have a grand sum total of about forty five years on the planet. And guess what? They're about to so, tra- they're about to trade two two or three of them guys. No, they're not. Yeah. They're not going to trade. They're working on it right now. They're not. Well, they might trade Kuzma. They don't want to trade Ingram either. They got to trade somebody. They're not going to trade Kuzma or Ingram. I, if anybody goes, it's it's Lonzo. Matter but, of fact, we got a call that wants to ask a question about that. What up, fellas? Uh, now that LeBron is officially a Laker. Uh, can we definitively say that he's not going to win a ring ever again? Also, what is the over-under for how soon LeVar and Lonzo Ball are going to be shipped out of town and replaced by somebody like J.R. Smith, probably? Well, that's, that's a caller, and anybody who wants to call in, you can feel free to call into the podcast. The area code is 424-254-9663. Call on in. Let us know what you think. We'll play your uh, message on the phone just like we did, and then we'll respond to it. What's the take? Is is LeVar and Lonzo on a crash course for the LAX terminal to get out of out of town because the big show yeah, has actually arrived? They're going back overseas. They're going to the international tournament. At, tournament. <laughs> They're going to Tom Bradley. <laughs> now that he had that, uh, now that he had that, what that knee that tore meniscus. Now he kind of wonder if he's durable enough. He's too you know, skinny, I mean, in my opinion. Yeah, he's supposed to bulk up a little bit. To say that. Yeah, it's real quick to say that he's got a long time to, to blossom. But uh, you know, I kind of wonder. Like I said, I. Rondo is a good enough placeholder for now, man. I, I I look back to how he when he was on Chicago and was dismantling the top seeded Celtics that year, destroying they, them. They yeah, how many won. years ago they was that? Won. Two years ago. Yeah, that was just two years ago. I agree. And last year, and last year he biggity bitch the Bam Bam, or year before this, whenever that was with Sacramento with Boogie. Oh, yeah, him and Boogie are fixtures. Yeah, that's why they thought that he might be on his way out. Oh, because Boogie was, they thought Boogie was going to dip and he was going to dip. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah. All right, fellas. Either way it goes. Appreciate your input. Uh, Tipper, we can say that your your handle, I we tweeted your post the other night. People can find it on at Omar Miller. It's do it for the Tipper. And uh, DC Slide, do you got a handle for people can find you or no? Yeah, y'all can catch me on the mean streets of Maryland. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> DC here and there. <laughs> oh man! All right. Well, good good rap, fellas. I'll rap with you guys soon. Peace.
Oh, what a lovely, lovely time on the Ozone. Yeah, I like Rondo. I just don't feel like he's the piece that fits here because if they're talking about, you know, Boogie's attitude, Ray John Rondo's attitude is supposed to be worse than Boogie's. Mm. You know? Yeah, I just met him the other night in Miami, as a matter of Ray fact. Ray John. Uh-huh. And his, 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 actually, his, uh, his attitude was fantastic with me. He was a really nice guy. Yeah, he seemed like he's a cool dude to hang out with, but you know how guys change when they get on the court. Of and course. I'm, I'm not mad at him because he likes to win. He likes to win. And so how are you going to be mad at that? Yep, and he's in that generational gap where it's not cool Acceptable to, to join the enemy. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Uh, I, I don't know. I think it's going to be interesting. But, uh, wow, basketball is taking over the headlines, and it's just like how just like how the NFL has done. The D.C. slide made a great point. It, they, they're making it an event. I mean, the offseason is an event. Right. We're three months out from even seeing any hoops. It's just great marketing. Great marketing. I mean, and NFL is going completely the opposite way. They sure are. They're going the opposite direction. Yeah, and baseball needs to catch up with that as well because they need to be relevant year-round, not just because it's 162 games, but because people want to be interested or engaged in it. And because in the new world of media, everything has to be year-round. Right. 24-hour media cycle is very real. And in that, it's time to speak about the game. So fine, it's played on diamonds. Ladies and gentlemen, the Major League Baseball season has taken shape, and we are at about the halfway point. The All-Star game is coming up in a couple weeks, which is shortly after the halfway point. And I feel pretty good about my pick, to be honest. Uh, You know, I told everybody I think the Cubs are coming out of the National League this year. I think the Cubs are going back, and I like what they're doing I would like to see the Cubs get one more pitcher if they're going to be really serious. The Cubs need two more pitchers. Yeah, yeah maybe two more pitchers. Kyle Hendricks is not doing well. But Ho- I but I believe that he'll get it together. He just he, he's it's 3-3 right now. I'm watching it. Yeah, and then Jose Quintana is they gave up the farm for him which they I gave have no up idea the farm why for Jose Quintana. But, I mean, but, they must but, have really liked his yeah. work on the south side. You Darvish, you <laughs> Darvish is like on a you, career threatening path yeah, right now. Yeah, you Darvish with, might with not be in the league anymore exactly. after this season. And so now they're depending on Mike McGregor, Mike Montgomery, and it's not going to get it done. Yeah, John Lester can't get it done. John He's Lester shown over and over again. But not. But we come to find that one pitcher is really hard to get it done with. Well, you can't get it done. Yeah, if because, that was the case, the Dodgers would have won the World Series exactly. several times. Yeah, because you got Corey Kluber to try to do it by himself. Yeah, and you know you just need the, those complementary pieces that just aren't there for him. They need help. I mean, and they don't have enough pitchers. And I don't think a lot of teams. I don't know how much they have left in the farm system to help them out. You no, know, I think they, I think they're going to have to get something. Something's going to have to happen, and obviously the big name that everybody talking is talking about is Monsieur Manny Machado. Yeah, Manny Machado is on everybody's radar. There's nobody who doesn't want a Manny Machado in their lineup. He can play third. He prefers to play shortstop, and what he can do is play long ball because well, this kid swings a stick. Well, yeah, and what they're saying is that most of the teams that give it up going to have to give it up, knowing that he's only he's still going to test free agency. Yeah, and you can't be mad at him for testing free agency because the he, guy's going to get three hundred million dollars. Yeah, and you so you're asking him not to take three hundred. And so now, but they're saying Achilles. <laughs> yeah, this is Sparta. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, and now they're saying that you know teams are getting the Orioles are actually being aggressive, but they don't want to trade him to any team on the in East. the East. Yeah. yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, no, he's gonna punish whoever wherever he goes. He's punishing Big somebody. Fun. He's not a player. He just crushed a lot. <laughs> and, uh, the Arizona Diamondbacks are supposed to be the favorite right now. They're supposed to be really aggressive, which they messed up in the first place because they should have never got rid of J.D. Martinez. Why would they do that? And now Why you, would they do that? Yeah, now you could have got J.D. Martinez Manny and Manny Machado, but now you went with Steven Souza. And I, I like Souza, but he's not it, that and caliber it, and player. And got guys. Paul Goldschmidt's off to a bad start. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He needs some kind of protection. I agree. He was going uh, with that lambskin, John Lamb. Uh, Jake Lamb. Lamb. <laughs> did one right. <laughs> Jake Lamb out there. And uh, But you know who's the surprise, I would say, of the entire league is Braves. the Atlanta Braves. The, and they're real. And that's what Greg said. They just beat the Yankees last they night. They just beat the Yankees, and they came back against the Yankees, yeah. which is the hard thing to do. And I think what they have is that they that youth mix with guys like Nick Marquez. Nick Marquez is, is really Freddy. proving his mettle. To, as a player, Freddie Freeman, you knew was a stud. Yeah. There, there was no, he's been a stud since he came up. There, that's, you know, he's, he's your number three guy. Nick Markakis is a poor man's stud. Because he, that's he, a great way to put because it. Because he's always been good, and nobody's ever given him he's credit. He's always been good, but he's never been great. And, and I can't even take him not being great, because when you look at his career numbers, you can see that they're all above average. He's he's on the trajectory to go to the <laughs> Hall of Fame. <laughs> really, he is. But nobody ever, you know, he was in Baltimore, now he's in it's Atlanta. It's not flashy. It's yeah. never been and flashy. And he just gets it done. Yeah. So you can't be mad at Nick Markakis because he's giving you great Nick Markakis right now. He's giving you great Nick Markakis. And the Houston Astros are giving you great Houston Astros. <laughs> <laughs> even with George Springer not doing it. and Which is impressive because they're even though they're in first place now after that crazy long streak they went on, 
they've lost, they've dropped three in a row. But it's almost like you can watch them. I watch their games. They are really on the next level. Yeah. They're they're an elite team, yeah. and they they play with the confidence of an elite team. And they're in every single game. They never just get blown. Yeah. They're in every game. It's always tight. Even if you get them, like last night, the Rays got them. They got them yeah. late. Like it was, it yeah. was tight. Only thing I can see is you got to get rid of Ken Giles. <laughs> you get just well. I think that they have so much talent in their farm system that they'll be able to tighten up their bullpen eventually. And they got a bunch of young arms if they decide to bring them up and let them pitch out of the bullpen. Right. And I think that's critical. I still don't believe in Seattle. I know you won seven straight. I just no, don't believe in you, That's Seattle. like belie- believing in the Angels. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't believe. I they, just don't believe. And I, you get the feeling with the Angels, which is terrible to say, is that they're sort of happy that Otani's arm, that he has an elbow problem because now they can, they just, can just have him hit. Yeah, now they can just have him hit. It's unfortunate. He, he's coming back this week to, to hit. Yeah, not to pitch. Yeah, not to pitch. I, they prefer him as a, one or the other. Yeah. You know, and they're, they're going to get their way one way or the other. Yeah. They yeah. tricked him, and now yeah. they're going to get their way one way yeah, or the that's, other. That's the way that I take it because I don't, That's the way that it looks. Yeah. That's the way that it looks. Uh, my my team that I love in the American League is still they're, – they're trying to find it. Their pitching hasn't come through the way that they should Who, have. Texas Rangers? Is the Cleveland, Ast- <laughs> yeah. the Cleveland uh, Indians. You're right, Cleveland Astros. And then <laughs> – Everybody's an Astro. <laughs> exactly. Um, Corey Kluber looks like Corey Kluber, but the rest of the team, Danny Salazar, unfortunately, I think Danny Salazar's career may be over. Yeah. Because he just can't – it's too much torque on his arm. He, got, he just never was able to get it back together. And I wonder if that a result of maybe somebody playing with his mechanics. I, you have to wonder about this stuff because yeah. they, they do preventative medicine, and it's mm-hmm. like a minority report where they arrest the guy before he, he gets hurt, and <laughs> right. then all of a sudden he starts right. getting hurt, and they're like, see? He the just same had thing bad that's happening with Darvish, you know? Same thing's happening with Darvish. Stop messing around with his mechanics. And then, I just literally spoke to a sports medicine doctor, and he just told me that the major problem that all these guys have that come from other countries is that when we get them over here, we automatically want to fix them. And literally, he just told me this last week, and he said that most of the Asian pitchers, they don't like the way that they're fundamentally, you know, their fundamentals yeah. are throwing the ball. They want it to look a certain yeah. way. But he told me that when you work with them and their, their bodies, they've created muscles in the area to, you know, start to be comfortable. For to, them support to, yeah, to support the way that they their, pitch. They, the way that they pitch. And for some reason, we come over here and we're saying, hey, don't do it like that. Do it like this. Come over the top. We, you put too much. And next thing you know, the guy's got a bad shoulder, a bad elbow, and he, he's on, out man. the league. Yeah, and you've wasted a lot of money. Yeah. And that's and that's basically that's all that's happened at that point. So, you know, I don't know. I think that all of these guys, everybody they want the next everything, but they aren't willing to take the chance on that person that has piqued your interest by being themselves to stay themselves. Then we got the your namesake on your hat right now. The Boston Red Sox look like the best team in baseball. Yeah. They and, lost to the uh, Yankees just um just uh this weekend, but but a, they they had a very impressive win over Max Scherzer and the and the Nationals last night. Yeah. And did you see Dave Martinez may have lost Max Scherzer? <laughs> oh, did he? I didn't see. Yeah. That. So we had a situation where there's runners on first and second, uh, with two outs, and Jackie Bradley's coming up, and Max Scherzer walks somebody, and so Jackie Bradley's coming up. Scherzer turns his back to compose himself and get back on the mound, and Dave Martinez has signaled to intentionally walk Jackie Bradley. When Max Scherzer gives a look into the dugout, like, are you crazy? And then, in turn, baseball did what baseball does. And he goes 0-2 on Rick Porcello. Oh, yeah. And Rick Porcello lit him up. And that ended up pretty much sealing the game, even though Mookie Betts added on, (laughs) doing what Mookie Betts does later on. But, but that's shame on Max Scherzer. Max Scherzer's got to get the pitcher out. I mean, that's the bottom line. Rick Porcello probably— He does have to get the pitcher out. <laughs> the, Rick Porcello hasn't hit probably in I don't know how many years. You know, and you can't expect now that Max Scherzer can't get Rick Porcello out. That's a great—you know, he's making a move. He made a, he made a, he made a bold move. Yeah, it's not even move. a bold move. You can't, yeah. you, you're going to get Rick Porcello. He's not a hitter. He's well, going but, against the best pitcher in baseball. But Max Scherzer has in, has intentionally walked three people like over the last 10 years. Right. <laughs> and he didn't so feel like— means, So that means he should have been able to get and, out And he didn't and he didn't Porcello. feel— well, in his mind, what he's saying is, is I, I can get out Jackie Bradley. Exactly. I can get out Mookie Betts. Whoever's coming up up there right now, I can get him out is what he's saying. But obviously he couldn't because didn't work out. <laughs> Rick Porcello touched him up. Didn't work out. Uh, you know, it's I don't know. I think there was a mind angle there. It was a mind freak. Chris, yeah, Angel, but, Chris Angel showed up. Yeah, but you know what? Max Scherzer is tougher than that. He's got to get tougher than that. Even though you don't like it, this, it's a good strategy. You put yourself in that situation. This is about, about being accountable, and he wasn't accountable. He got dug. There you go. Then you got the Yanks. Uh, I think that same caller had a call about the Yankees. He, he's fired up and ready to go. What up, fellas? Uh, I just want to know what your thoughts are. I'm Brian Cashman 
saying that he will not trade Gleyber Torres at any point in time and he, that he is untouchable for trades. Uh, looks pretty here from you. Bye. I got a question for you. After, uh, last night's disastrous, uh, performance, should David Price ever pitch against the Yankees again? <laughs> well, I don't blame Cashman for saying that, uh, that Torres is off limits. He's been very impressive thus far, as have all of the young guys, uh, the Soto out in Washington. Uh, uh, Acuna out in Atlanta. Acuna Matata. <laughs> the young guys are coming through banging. Yeah, but the thing of it is, he, he said ever. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's a lot. That's a, that's a long time. Somebody if, now, what if what if the Mets come and say to you, "We'll give you Jake Degrom and Noah Syndergaard for Gleber"? They'll never say that. But but, but, but I'm, they'll never say that. You're saying you're going on a crazy hypothetical. No, that's not a crazy hypothetical because the, the Mets are actually in the market. To get rid of and both of those they'll guys. They'll never give both of those guys up for good. Come on, man. You always, you always go too far. All you're the saying time. ever. You're saying ever. You don't get to choose with, with what I'm going to say. Semantics, semantics, semantics. You know what he means. No, I don't. And I'm taking so, him for so his basically word. Basically, what you're saying is you disagree with Cashman saying ever. Yes. All right. That's all you had to say. No. Instead of I trying to, to be. Big, a, I had to build it out for you. Trying to be a yerk. <laughs> ah, this guy. And David Price just doesn't. He can't get it done against the Yankees, plain and simple. And you just have to wonder if he can get it done, period, in big situations. It's like the lights get bright and David kind of shrinks. He's a 6'5 guy or 6'4 guy that shrinks when the lights come on. But uh, the team is so good that they can still stay in the game. The thing that the Yankees do is they can bury you, and that's what you have to try to avoid. But they can also be buried when you have Sonny Gray who can't figure out the game right now, and I don't know what the answer is. they got to get something more out of Sonny Gray. Well, they're There's trying no to way get you the, could the, be that great and then just disappear. Well, he had injuries, of course, and he never yeah. really recovered from it, it looks like. But it seems the, like he never got the feel of the ball back. Yeah, but the thing of it is is that you just have to go out and find some starting pitching. That's the bottom line. I agree. And you don't want to give up anything, but you want something back. And truth <laughs> be told, you have plenty to give up. Yeah, they, he, that, that lineup, the, that lineup is still flush without even two of those guys. And if and they have one of the best, if not the best, bullpen in baseball. You know, so what you need to do is to get some front line pitching, and then you get the front line pitching, and you might be able to walk all the way to the to the yeah. you know the big dance because because Chapman can give you a two inning save. Yeah, and you don't need him to. You don't need, but but I'm saying he can. Yeah. They got they got arms, boy. They them dudes, the Yankees, and they got have sticks. I want to see uh, what they're going to do tonight against Sean Newcomb because Sean Newcomb has, has been, been dealing. Has been dealing. Has been one of the best pitchers in baseball. And I'm also interested to see if the Philadelphia Phillies can keep it up because they're still in the hunt. And as long as they got Aaron Nola dealing like the way Aaron Nola's dealing, oh, did you see that Vince Velasquez play? That was crazy. Oh, between his legs? No, when he got hit on his arm. No, Vince Velasquez took a line drive off a comebacker off of his right arm, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, it was a bullet, like, off of his elbow. He drops the glove, picks the ball up with his left hand, and throws a dart to first base and gets the guy out, yeah, then the rides around in pain on the ground. It was crazy. Wow. Yeah. I wonder if he's okay. They said he had a deep bone bruise or something like that from the from the line drive. But they look good. Uh, I don't think – I think they're still a little ahead of schedule, and I think they could use one more – they could use some more pieces. Uh, well, the Yankees are trying to get J.A. Happ. And I don't, I, don't, think that, I, don't, I don't think that he's the answer. I don't think he's the answer. Because I think I think that's an old Yankees move. That's yeah. a move from the old Yankees playbook where you get a veteran dude who you overpay for who is actually not the answer. Yeah, and they have Justice Wins, uh, Justice Sheffield actually down there in the um, minor leagues and let the kid come up and throw. Can't let you him lo- throw. Yeah, you lost Montgomery, so you bring up another kid. You know, this is what it's about. I don't know what they're saving all these guys for. I don't either. I don't either. I also do not believe in the Milwaukee Brewers. You can take that to you play that clip whenever they win the World Series, but I don't believe in the Brewers. They've been playing I actually, well. I actually believe in the Brew Crew now because they let they're letting Jesus Aguilar play, and Jesus yeah. Aguilar is a real deal. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. He's yeah. somebody that's not going to fall apart. You know, because we find that we can't really believe in Brawny like that right now because he's injury prone at this point. Yeah, but if you let a guy like Jesus Aguilar and Eric Thames swing the stick. Is it Thames Anything or Thames? I think he's Thames. I think he okay. goes Thames. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're serious. And Keon Broxton just came up, and he's swinging the stick. Yep, yep. And With then, Renzo. <laughs> I love Renzo. And Christian. Yeah. Christian Yelich is a great hitter uh, and a good defender. I also, when we go out west, I do not believe in Arizona. I don't believe in the Dodgers. And the Dodgers, I feel like, have turned a corner uh, to a certain degree, and we're going to see Clayton Kershaw look like Clayton Kershaw for five innings the other night, by the way. 
Yeah. He looked like the, the, the as advertised, Clayton Kershaw. Well, you know, he never went on a rehab. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. He's basically getting loose in the <laughs> He's getting, he's <laughs> he's getting, getting loose, loose on the mile right he now. He has no respect for Major League hitters. Can you believe that? That's all, you never even heard of this, folks. If you guys are not major baseball fans, you don't understand how that works. But he has no respect. And so his rehab is in the major leagues. <laughs> right. But now they need another pitcher. And they're looking at, they do. And they're looking at Fulmer I mean, from getting, Detroit. Getting, I like that. Uh-huh. I like that move. And and I think Fulmer's actually gamer. So I think that once he gets back into a competitive situation, I mm-hmm. think his juices are going to flow. Yeah, because what you're talking about right now is Rich Hill. Not going to get it done. Walker Bueller, who is nice. But, but he, just, he's just young. He's and just he, young. He needs, yeah, he needs some yeah, help. And Ross yeah. Stripling. Yeah. And then they, Hun, losing Hun Jin was big. Yeah. And the sticks are not. I know they put up monster numbers the past few days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they they haven't been there consistently, and I don't believe in their the sticks like that. I right believe now. in Matt Kemp. Just yeah, like no, I have no all question. year. And, and and if anybody who forgot, Matt Kemp was the best player in the world about almost, five years ago, and he's he looks like physically and his game looks like he's right back to where he was. Right, and Cody Bellinger still has that hole in his swing that they're does. exploiting. Yeah, uh, but and he, Puig is. Just average. He's wild average. horse. He's a wild horse. He's a wild boy. He's a wild boy. You got Max Muncie. Muncie. I like Muncie a lot. Uh, yeah, Muncie. I like Muncie a lot. But you, you got to hold it second. You got to hold it they short. They just refused. Yeah, I had to get rid and of Howie the, Kendrick. And the, yeah, and had the, to get rid of that kid that they, that they traded yeah, off for Darvish. Willie Calhoun. But I understand. They, I, I, I still am not mad at that one. Yeah. Because they went for it. But I never needed to get rid of Howie Kendrick. And your catcher situation is so suspect. It's suspect, which actually affects the pitching a lot more than what people give them yeah. credit to. I am happy to see Kenley Jansen. Seems like he's got his arm back and his velocity back and the bite and the movement on his pitches back. Well, one of the problems that I feel like, which I called it early in the, in the season, which I wouldn't be surprised still if, if the San Francisco Giants, once they get Johnny Quaid back just in about a couple of say. weeks, are going to be a problem. I was just about to say, and I, that's where I was going. The San Francisco Giants are still hanging out. Yeah. They're two and a half games back, and they still – you can even argue that Madison Mumgarner, who's been dealing, hasn't gotten in full no, form definitely. yet. Come by August, you'll have Bumgarner and Cueto at the top of that rotation. With Evan Lagoria coming back. And you got problems. You have problems. Yeah, problems. Them boys are going to be – and it's an even year. You may not want to believe, but they, yeah. they seem to keep making everybody yeah, because Johnny Cueto, before he went down with an elbow sprain, was the best pitcher in baseball. He, his ERA is not even one. He's .68. The dude was dealing. And not for nothing, as they say in New York, he always deals. Yes. This isn't a new thing. Yeah. He deals. Yeah. <laughs> He's one of the best of this generation. Yeah. And it's just, you know, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, I mean, that's our baseball wrap-up. I like where things are for right now, and I like where things are going. But you can't, it's hard to call. Then we got Wimbledon sparked up. Yeah. I'm very happy about that. But it's been upset city already, two days into the tournament. That's how it is. You get, that's how it goes. Your boy Jokovic is on the move, though. Uh, the Novak. I like to see Novak back at it. Yeah. Novak looks good. Uh, Andy Murray had to pull out. Andy Murray. Andy Murray, that hip has never been right since last year. Do you think he'll ever be the same? Doesn't look like it. Because when the big fellas get hurt, and I can tell you myself, it's very difficult to get yourself to come back. It's always that hip or the knee, right? Yeah. It's, it just seems like the length of your body has a lot to do with alignment. you know, And then you run into problems. And it is what it is. You have a more powerful short-term burst and of greatness, but it's hard to sustain over the long run, which is one of the reasons why LeBron James is so incredible. Yeah. Because he's been able to do it. But we got guys that are through. Monfils got through. Uh, 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 Zverev is through. Novak is through. Federer is through. Naval is through. Juan Martin del Potro is through. Stan the man Rawinka pulled off a nice upset against world number six, uh, uh, Gregor Dimitrov, and it was a very, very nice match. I watched that game. Really? Stan is tough, man. Stan's a perennial top fiver, and if he can get his body back together, which it looks like he's done, him and Katie Shakura, uh, Katie Shakuri had uh, injuries around the same time, and it just didn't seem like they were able to get it back together. But Stan is pulling himself back together and rooting for him. On the women's side, there's definitely been some upsets that have been going down. Uh, did you have you watched any of it? No, no, I haven't. Yeah, it was the first day, but uh, Sloane Stevens is out. Um, I actually I was just watching Sharapova before I left. I don't know if she won her match or not, but it, it's uh, I don't know. I think that Serena and Venus. This is one of their, if not their favorite surface, um, and they're both playing. And Serena looked better. She had an interesting thing that came out in an article where she was talking about how she's tired of getting drug tested more than everybody else. Wow. Yeah. And I'll read you the quote because she said that she didn't even know uh she didn't even know that she was being tested more 
than everybody else was until she found out about it. And she said she can't understand why in the world that everybody doesn't just get, uh, you know, why everybody doesn't just get the same amount of testing. She just she doesn't understand. She's all about equality, you know, unfair and unequal drug testing. She says just test everyone equally. Uh, they said that, you know, the issue came up as Williams was a result of an incident at Williams' home last month. On June 14th, an unannounced USADA officer arrived at Williams' residence for a drug test at 8.30 a.m. when she wasn't home. Williams' assistant let the officer into her home, and he refused to leave unless she took a drug test. She ultimately did not take the test and later complained to the WTA that she felt she was being unfairly targeted. Uh, Williams said during the press conference she was frustrated that she ultimately missed the drug test. And um, according to USADA, three missed drug tests over the course of 12 months results in a doping violation. She said, I'm totally okay with testing, and I encourage it. It's just about being equal, not centering one person out. This is Serena. This is Serena speaking, Serena Williams. You know, what's, what's not cool about that is that you have, you know, people who've always insinuated that they, they're masculine. Yeah, and it, there's, a, there's, an, there's, there's something being said in that that's completely disrespectful. Right. Very disrespectful, that they just can't be better. Yeah, and, and do you think it's like a racial overtone? I, I think it's an undertone. It's sneaking in there. Mm. You know, there's 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 a, there's the there's the they're saying it without saying it. Right. But that's what they're saying. You know, there's that. And uh, I hope they you know, they, there's nothing left for them to prove. They could do absolutely nothing else. And they go down as the greatest women's uh, tennis players ever. Right. I just don't agree. I agree with the, um, you know, with the WTA without putting them ranking them up at the top again just because she's had a child. Most of the people are offended that she didn't come back as number one still. But that's not fair to the women who had been playing for that year. You know what I I'm hear saying? you. I hear you. Especially since Simona Halep has herself together. Right. She's the world number one. She won Roland Garros, won the French Open, and uh, and now she's balling in Wimbledon straight sets. Sharapova has lost again, and so I, I don't know if she'll ever come back after the situation that happened with her with the drug testing right. and the doping. Um, I think that was more of an image thing by them letting her back in there, right? Well, I don't know. I mean, she's competitive. She mm-hmm. just isn't, but she's not the same sort of dominant. What does she, she rank? Twenty fourth. Yeah, twenty fourth in the world. Gosaka, my my sleeper for the year, is moving forward. She's uh she's number eighteen. She won today. So you know, what about Stevenson? Sloan. That's what I just told you. Sloan Stevens. <laughs> well, I'm sorry, dude. Let me hit it. She 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 got eliminated. That's what I told you. It was this a this has been upset city. It's going down. Maybe you miss it. By the way, Sloan Stevens got eliminated at Wimbledon when? yesterday. <laughs> Just yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> Big Azarenka came through. Madison Keys got through. Uh, and the thing about Sloan was that she got straight set it. You know, she got she lost six one six three, which was what can you do? What can you do, B? She's hanging out in London. <laughs> I'm sure she's not bad. <laughs> well, uh, you got anything else you want to cover? It's been That's a long it. edition of the Ozone, but as usual, King James takes up so much attention. <laughs> he yeah. takes so much air in the room. I'm going to leave you guys with a Chinese proverb here. And it is, paper cannot wrap up a fire. The truth cannot be concealed. The truth will be out. Keep the truth on your mouth and in your mind. You are in the Ozone, also known as a place in a forum of truth and serenity. I'm your host, Omar Miller. Please, listen longer. This is the Ozone. Ozone. I'm just living the dream. With the lights.